together. Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. Welcome to the show. Today is a very special day. Today is National Pet Day. It's celebrated every year on April 11th. Say, what type of pet do you have? It's a dog. My pet iguana. Pet tarantula. Snake for a pet. He's my pet snail. A squirrel. This is our pet. A family pet. Eagly is your pet eagle. Today is National Pet Day. Showtime. (laughs) Everything's running smoothly. And this right here, it's your KC Show, baby. What's the word, Kansas City? A happy Monday to the KC Morning Host. How's the weekend? Good weekend? Nice. I was busy as hell, but it was awesome. I got to say thank you to the KC Climate Action Summit. Those folks had me come out and host. That was a blast. Had Sporting KC. Don't get me wrong. I'm exhausted, but it was awesome. I love my city. My city saves me. That's you. Every single day. That's you, Kansas City. On the show today, going to kick it with my brother, Walter Fulbright. He's one of the co-owners of Journey Pro Professional Wrestling in Kansas City. We got some big news. News, news, news. Our next show at 2 day events all good things flow into the city and our brand new home at agnes and we're going to fill you in on all the details here in just a few moments all kinds of events taking place in agnes we're talking concerts wrestling training do you want to train to become a professional wrestler yeah is that you journey pro academy we got that too and then we wrap with my guy Cam F. Awesome. Yes, that's his actual name. Former amateur boxer, U.S. champion, Golden Gloves winner. Now he is taking his show on the road, motivational speaking. Plus, he's a vegan. He's much tougher than I am, is the moral of the story. Rate, review, subscribe. Do that thing you do. Kansas City, I love you so much. Kitty says hello. She is headed to work. Have fun at work. Okay, you're leaving now. Okay, goodbye. My name's Arzel. We'll see ya in the morning. Going straight to one place, right to Kansas City. The KC Morning Show. Walter, is this the first time on the show? Yeah, this is the first time on the show, and you and I have to have words about that, by the way. (laughs) We absolutely do. For the first time, making his way down the aisle to the KC Morning Show, he is one of the co-owners of Journey Pro, the mind behind Journey Pro, professional wrestling in Kansas City. Walter Fulbright, my brother, and I say this with all sincerity, my brother, Walter Fulbright. Welcome to the show, man. Uh, I love you, Hartzell. It's so good to hear your voice. Uh, it's an empty day without you. Oh, you stop it. Walter, something special is happening to Kansas City on April 28th and 29th. You want to go ahead and tell these folks, brother? I would love to tell these folks. Journey Pro Kansas City is, you know, Hartzell has mentioned for you before, we're a professional wrestling organization. We started back in October of 2018. And as Hartzell mentioned, on Thursday, April 28th and 29th at 7 p.m., We are, for the first time, we are coming home. We are moving into our home space, and that is what we lovingly call Agnes at 1328 Agnes. We have a beautiful new facility upon which we're going to have a big razor of a two-night opening event, and 
we would love for all you guys to be there. If you haven't been before, well, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, <laughs> which is mom for mad. But no, this is an excellent time to uh, to come on board and check this out. Like we, we pride, as you know, Journey Pro on being an inclusive, progressive wrestling space. And we have done some really cool stuff. And we haven't even scratched the surface of what we're going to do. Let's go back to the beginning, Walter. Let's go back to 2018. What got us Journey Pro? It's you. It's DJ Stewart. Go. All right. So, you know, there was a really big wrestling company with really ambitious ideas that was running back in 2016 to 2018 called the NWL, which I know you are very familiar with. That's a whole other story we could talk about someday. But, you know, they unfortunately, they ceased operations in April of 2018. And we realized, along with Gabriel Miller, who had been the play-by-play guy for the NWL, that Kansas City was left with like kind of a big void in the wrestling space when they were gone. And all this talent was here and all these things were here. And we really took the seed of what that idea was and wanted to like really focus on something that wrestling has frankly not been great at in the past, which is being cool. Let's be honest, it's afraid to try new things. It has a tendency to be a little anachronistic. You know, it has a tendency to sort of rely on like the past and it doesn't have the easiest name. It doesn't always have the greatest like history. So we decided what the heck we ran a show in October to announce the launch where we teamed up with St. Louis Anarchy. It was October 18th, 2018. The, the name of the event was Anarchy in Kansas at the uh, Rest in Peace Kansas Hall at 119th and Metcalf. And that night we announced Journey Pro. Our first actual show under that banner was December of that year, which ended up going up against a Chiefs-Chargers game, which ended up being for the AFC West, actually. So that timing ended up, like, really actually bad. You know, that was the year they were switching over to, uh, not to get on a tangent there, that was the year they were switching to Patrick Mahomes as the starter. And most people in football assumed that Patrick Mahomes was going to have a pretty rough start to his career, and he did not. They were competing for the division that night, so we came out the gate like, Facing obstacles right off the bat. We totally ran on Thursday night, and we ran against a Chargers-Chiefs game for the uh, for the AFC West title. Can I be honest, Walter? I had my phone out. I'm not going to lie to you. I was at the show, and I was watching the game. I'm sorry. Oh, you're okay, man. We gave score updates. I remember. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah, they sure did. So it's funny that you mentioned that. Adam Kennedy, who, of course, is one of our great referees, as soon as he got back behind the curtain back into what they call in wrestling gorilla position. As soon as he got back behind the curtain, his phone was out and he was watching every, every down. You know, we go through that and it's been off to the races since with a, uh, you know, with a certain year and a half gap. I'm just thinking, you know, from, from that beginning. And then we had, like you said, we had COVID and then we came back with 78 weeks later, you know, so many promotions, Walter, they didn't make it, man. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really blessed. I mean, we came back to a totally different landscape because, of course, Kansas Hall is, uh, is no more. They went out of business really quickly into COVID. And, you know, that had been our home the whole time. Honestly, I will tell you this, Hartzell, from, and this is something you, you wouldn't have known. From the very first day that we had meetings talking about with DJ and Gabe and I, what we wanted out of Journey Pro, the main thing we wanted was that we always wanted to have a space in the city. And in our minds... That was going to be like a place in the West Bottoms because West Bottoms offered more opportunities, like lots of like warehouse type space where we could set up a more permanent presence. And 
while we did end up running a number of shows in the West Bottoms this last year, you know, we ran at the, our friends at Blip Coffee Roasters and we ran at Lemonade Park. Agnes looks like what I always imagined Journey Pro's space would look like from the very beginning. Let's paint that picture, Mr. Storyteller. Professional wrestling is art. It is storytelling. It is poetry in motion. And Agnes, the building that we're going to be in, the Agnes Art Center, it is exactly that. It's an art center. And I don't know, it's almost a, an artistic space within a space. Yeah, brothers? What are we going to be doing in this thing? Well, I mean, I think you brought up a really interesting point is that a number of wrestling promotions pretty much get to the point of they have a ring, they have chairs. That's the end of it. And like you said, pro wrestling is art by the definition of what art is to me, which is to say that it is a, it is a performance or demonstration intended to incur an emotional reaction. That is its entire intent. It's not a competition. I'm sorry, I'm kind of giving away the story here. I basically told the kids that there's no Santa Claus, but I think <laughs> everybody who's watching this knows this at this point. So what is the intent of the activity? The intent of the activity is to garner an emotional reaction to make you feel something. That is the very definition of what art is. And with this, I think you and I both envision, all of us envision, a space that is more about a community gathering of art music, performance, you know, I'm so excited to work with the artists who, like you said, it's a half the building is an arts incubator with local up and coming artists rent studio space and are creating some great work, which you know very well. Let's talk about this card. We're talking art and we got some masters of their craft coming in. What I think people love about Journey Pro is that, yes, it is uniquely Kansas City. It is our spirit. It's our vibe. It's our athleticism. But we also work with folks who want to come and kick it with us in Kansas City. We're talking like the, the big names, AEW, WWE, New Japan, men, women, all of the above. We want the best and we get the best and we highlight the best in Kansas City. That is 100% the case, and we and we try. Like I'm super proud that we're a place that the that people want to call home. I mean, perhaps the most significant thing that's going to happen on this weekend is at the end of Friday night, Journey Pro has never had its own champion, and we are going to crown a champion by the end of night two on April 29th. I understand that uh, you have a replica of that title being delivered just for your home. Yeah, I'm that guy. You know, I'm that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm actually like. Really excited. I believe that title ships today, actually. So that's uh, that's one of the many exciting things. But I mean, you know, obviously because of our relationship with the uh, LGBTQIA community and things like that, like having Effie and Ally Catch for the first time, also known as uh, Team Bussy. I'm not even sure if I can say that on the radio, but I just <laughs> did. Coming in for the first time, we've actually had Ally before back in uh, 2019, but we've never had Effie, and it's something we've tried to do for a long time. Them coming in is going to be huge. We have Shaza McKenzie, who is on tour from Australia. A big name, very, very cool coming in. And honestly, peppered in with our regulars like Jeremy Wyatt and Moonshine Mantel and Kenny Alfonso. I can promise you, if you've seen it before, you know what you're in for. If you haven't, I, I think it'll far exceed your expectations as to how much fun you'll have. We have, 
you know, a great, a great bar setup coming in with some really fun, like unique things. Can't be specific about that for radio purposes. Walter is stepping on the lead. The name of the show is All Good Things Flow Into the City. So, I mean, if you get it, you get it. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You do. It's a great reference to a number of things. It's a reference within a reference. It shows that we are both well-read and really lazy video game players <laughs> simultaneously. That is the intersection of our brand. Walter, what do you think you're most looking forward to, brother? What, what What's getting you so jazzed as we're doing these crazy hours? You're at Agnes right now. What pumps you up? Oh, man, I'm going to basically set up a, an office and probably I should probably set up a bed at Agnes on these <laughs> next few weeks. You know, the thing that most excites me is the ability to really pursue a full creative vision for what this space is going to be like. Obviously, like the wrestling has really excited me. But, you know, before we've tried to match with places and companies that, you know, matched our vibe and our brand. But now we can do all that ourselves. And to me, you know, the Journey Pro has always been about a community vibe. And I can't wait to partner with all the members of our community and invite new people in to this space to see what it creates together. We are on this path all together and we can go practically any direction we want and do you realize how exciting that is it's huge <laughs> friends like head for the cure that we're gonna be working with and doing charity events and ted talk type stuff that's journey pro journey pro isn't just headlocks and body slams journey pro is kansas city that's what i've always wanted man that is what i've always wanted just like your show here and why we're so excited to uh to have you on board with us like i said you're my you're my brother and this is I, I couldn't imagine a better person to represent Kansas City to the people, and I'm really proud of what we're going to do. My brother, this is legacy stuff. This is legacy for our city because the history of professional wrestling and Kansas City, I mean, they're simpatico, parallels. In fact, you're our resident historian, Walter. So I guess as we close, yeah, talk about that, man, the legacy of professional wrestling in kansas city and and also hopefully you know if we do this thing right knock on wood maybe maybe we can add to that legacy yeah i would i think that honestly we already have and i think that we're gonna do it more i mean think about this this company i mean obviously non-covid times but we've been around over three years now and there's a lot of wrestling companies that come and go and we have been there, but I'll tell you exactly how I feel about the legacy of wrestling in Kansas City without getting into, you know, specifics of title reigns or defenses. The old NWA territory used to run at Memorial Hall near downtown Kansas City, Kansas. You might have gone to a concert or two when you were young at old Memorial Hall. They used to do them relatively frequently there, too. Saw some roller derby at Memorial Hall. Yep, they still do that now, actually. The KC Roller Warriors still use that space and my house is in strawberry hill which for those of you who know kansas city you know that's right next to downtown kck and my upstairs office where most of the journey work has been done to this day a lot of hours have been spent in the upstairs office of my bedroom and my window in that office looks over memorial hall i can see it from my bedroom and anytime i had to i felt frustrated or i needed inspiration to think about the past you know, I can think about things like Ric Flair beating Dusty Rhodes for his very first NWA title happened outside my window within sight. Interestingly, you know, they used to do those television tapings on Thursday nights. So when we first started, we were a Thursday night company down in Overland Park. 
And here on our return show, this first night, we're, we're doing the Thursday night. That alone is such a huge connection to, to Kansas City wrestling history. And sometimes you just have to reflect on, man, this is such a significant piece of this town and how we can add to it. And also, by the way, improve it. Like, don't need to rehash the past. I'm going to drop a Star Wars reference on you, Hartzell, because I know you. And I don't know of the, I don't know how you feel about uh, The Last Jedi, so I know that that's like a controversial like subject for some fans, but I'm going to do it anyway. Walter, The Last Jedi is a masterpiece. Continue. It is really good. Yes, Thank it is. you. Thank I, you. Okay, this is why we're probably. It's really good. And there is a, uh, there's a scene there with uh, the, the stuff that makes that movie so good. Boy, we're way off topic. We're dorking it out right now, aren't we? Let's take that walk, like, baby. The stuff with Kylo Ren and with Ray is excellent. And I will not hear anybody say anything differently. There's a really important message there and why it's important to constantly push the envelope and move forward. And one of the lines that really sticks with me is when Kylo tells Ray, like, let the past die kill it if you have to because it sounds like a mountain goat lyric <laughs> that inspires me in so many ways it's always okay to move on to the next thing so you're about to have a special extra guest on the show all right so ladies and gentlemen welcome uh stephanie ben my uh, my beautiful wife to the casey morning show hey what up Steph? Hey, you got us at a perfect time we're wrapping up and of course we've now turned a wrestling conversation into star wars because that's what walter and i do so i'm going to use this quote also from the last jedi walter this is from ray and i think it's a really good summation of what we're trying to do in kansas city with journey pro and she said we're just trying to find our place in all this and i think that our place is kansas city i think we have something special and beautiful in kansas city and walter i am so happy to be a part of this thing and on april 28th and 29th my brother we continue to change the world in kansas city absolutely so now we have our obligatory where you can buy tickets journeyprokc.com it's easy follow us on social media twitter facebook instagram all at journeyprokc did i do that right you nailed it i know i did i know i did you didn't even have to tell me Real quick, Stephanie, the, the wonderful wife of Walter Fulbright, you've also been a part of Journey Pro since day one. What is this moment for you, my friend? I am so excited. I cannot I cannot even express how excited I am. So grateful that it's worked out and that uh, and the new phase is going to, I think, turn out to be fantastic. We're family at Journey Pro. If you can't tell, this is a family. In Kansas City, you are quintessential to that family that is Journey Pro, and we can't wait to have our family reunion as we kick this thing off in our brand new home, April 28th and 29th at Agnes, the Agnes Arts Space. Details, tickets, info at journeyprokc.com. Walter, my brother, I love you, man. Love you, Hartzell.
back on your KC Morning Show. We got Cam F. Awesome, a U.S. champion, amateur boxer, former Golden Gloves winner, and now he's taking that show on the road. Man, Cam, it's so good to see you, brother. I still have in my possession, we were talking a little bit off air about uh, our past lives, and by past lives, our past boy lives, and I have a, <laughs> I have a USA tank top dry fit that's still probably one of the best articles of clothing i ever owned i know i got it from you i don't really remember the context i don't remember really anything about the evening but i know i got it from you and it was it was all i had on when i woke up that next morning with that being said help an introduction cam f awesome welcome back to uh, just for the record i didn't wake up next to hard just for the record let's, i forgot that very <laughs> crucial point just for the record you were a homie helping me out that was that <laughs> yeah. i think it worked so thank you for that <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that it worked. I'm glad that it worked. <laughs> Man, what have you been up to, brother? I miss you. I'm happy you're back in town. 24 months of the Panini nonsense, especially for someone who you're a content creator. Yeah, that's what you are now, but you've also got that mentality of an athlete. So to be sprinting just to stop in place, I mean, that is insanity for folks like us, man. So how's all this shaking out? Bro, when the pandemic started, I was I was living in the van. I was training for the 2020 Olympics. I actually flew to Trinidad and Tobago, got my dual citizenship, won their Olympic trials and was in Dallas, Texas training for the Olympics. And I woke up and they were like, the NBA is canceled. And I, I don't know anything about anything that goes on in life. The first time I heard about the pandemic was when I heard the NBA was canceled. Like, I don't watch the news, so I, it caught me by surprise. You should probably at least know what's going on in the world sometimes. <laughs> Man, so what do you do with that? You were living in the van, which is something you've been doing even pre-COVID, taking the show on the road even back then, you know, starting to make that transition, right? You know, less in the ring and more on the camera screen, you know, kind of starting that route. And then all this happens, so... Where does your mind go when all this when all this hits? Yeah, uh, actually, I, I parked my van in my girl's apartment complex in Portland, Oregon, and like George Floyd was murdered, and then there's all these marches, and I'm in Portland, Oregon. There, so many people are marching, and there are no black people out there. It's just thousands of white people marching for Black Lives Matter, and and then I decided to educate myself on why. I would want to march because I had been ignorant to a lot of issues in the world. And I spent the time during the pandemic educating myself. And then I started to go back to schools virtually and talk to kids about cultural competence. Because before that, I was speaking at schools about motivation and about bullying and social emotional learning. And I started to speak about cultural competence because I realized I have a pretty unique perspective. As captain of the USA national boxing team, I was able to travel to over 30 countries. And this is where I like learn to interact and connect with people of different backgrounds. Now, Parcel, the way you and I connect, like I randomly met you one day and we just like hit it off. I've done this with people in different countries all around the world. And you learn so much about people when you get to actually know them one-on-one. -on -one. And I think we've been on online too much. We've been on the ground too much. And there's not a lot of room for communication, ironically. I'm I'm curious, man, because what we're both doing now, we were doing in the before times. But I know when COVID hit for me, you know, I got furloughed from my job just like everybody else. It was a tough time for all of us, man. But I don't know, something something did kind of hit 
You know, it was that moment where our fight or flight was that we had to survive and surviving could have been doing something totally different. Hell, I could be selling insurance right now. You could be selling insurance with me right now, Cam. And by the way, we would be crushing it. We would reason. kill it. But for some reason, our dumbasses, we doubled down on this thing, man. Why do you why do you think that is? Bro, because here, here's something that a lot of people don't want to acknowledge. Some people are built different. Right now, there's some people who are built different and there's some people who have to work to be built different. I am one of those people who had to work to be built different because you're a very confident guy, Hartel, and that's probably annoying to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, buddy. You believe in yourself and that is so annoying to a lot of people. Do you feel like, yeah, is that a lot of it? You know, especially thinking about all the fights you've been getting into over a host of just nonsensical issues. Is a lot of it you think, man, do we just not know how to talk to each other? Is self-esteem at an all-time low? Is the answer yes, all the above? I mean, what do you think? Uh, first of all, I think there's so many different issues and we can't really lump them in together. Uh, I will say what some of my issues are personally. When I'm not in a happy place, when I have been in not a good place in my life, it, it didn't make me happy to see other happy people. And now that I am in a happy place, I can't be upset if someone else isn't happy when they see me because I understand. I know I can practice empathy because I know what it is. Heart cell, apples fall from my fruit. I live in abundance. I love that, man. You were telling me about this you got going on, the Life After Fight podcast. That's you. Tell us about this project, yeah. man. So I'm, I don't know if you listeners know, but I've like, I've done a lot in boxing, but I've never turned pro in boxing because I've never really wanted to. And ever since I've become the number one boxer in the country, I've always spoken about using your platform to build a career for yourself for after sports, because like a lot of athletes, we do our sport to get out of the hood, but then we never think about what we're going to do after our sport. And then after we're done with our sport, we end up back in the hood. So I'm always preaching about having athletes work on their plan B for after sports while they're playing their sport. So Ed Lattimore, another professional boxer, and I started this podcast called Life After Fight to talk about different ways you can use your platform in of sports and the lessons we've learned from sports and apply those into real life situations. I'm, I'm hearing you talk and we've I've had you on the show before. We we've chatted before. You're a homie, my man. I love you, brother. I'm hearing you now. And you're right. This is coming from a different place. You sound more fulfilled. So I got I got a lot of crap for a post. I, I made a post about the pandemic. I said during the pandemic, we had all the time in the world. And if you didn't find anything to productive do with that time, you should reevaluate your time. And then I was flooded with DMs and messages from people like, uh, during because I understand people lost their lives during the pandemic and a lot of people lost loved ones. But on the other side, hard sell, a, we know a lot of people who had a lot of free time and did not do much with it. I decided during the pandemic, I was going to take the free time that I had because I wasn't working. I was like, you know, I could play Call of Duty because I love Call of Duty, but I was going to take that time and actually work on reading. I was going to educate myself and I decided to read one book a month since the pandemic started. And I've always beat that record, but I've always been at least one book a month. And I think it's just, it's more of an accountability thing. Saying this on this show, saying it to my friends, you know, we don't have those words yet to say that in the last two years, you know what, I... I had to get better. It wasn't that I just got better. It's I had to get better. We all did. Fight or flight for all of us was to just make it to the next day. We got to lean into that. We got to find the words first, and then we can lean into that and say, hey, look what we all did together. Look what we're still doing. I think the pandemic shook a lot of things up, and 
and I got comfortable. The pandemic shook shook up my life too. Think of life as a, a deck of cards being dealt. You can read the cards. You know what card is coming next. But when something major like this happens, it basically shuffles the deck, and you can change the way life is is dealing you cards. You're preaching to the folks, but how much has this changed you? Oh, a hundred percent. And in the very beginning of the pandemic. I, I guess if you have to justify, you probably do have a problem, but alcohol, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't necessarily think I have a problem, but I did understand the beginning of the pandemic. If I was going to be home too long, if I allowed myself to drink, I was it was not going to be good. So before anything bad happened, I made the choice to be sober because I understood that bad days were coming and I had to take an honest self-assessment. So that was one, one of the first things I had to start doing was doing honest self-assessments about myself and realizing my, my flaws as a person because I... I'm a very confident person, Hartzell. I think I'm uh, I think I'm pretty flawless. But <laughs> your boy spent the last 24 months digging pretty deep and realizing he's got some flaws. <laughs> to the point where like there's so many people I want to reach out to and just apologize for who I was in my 20s. But I'm like, that's that's way too many phone calls and text messages. <laughs> just gonna change your name and just uh, you know, be a new man. Literally for Cam F awesome. My brother, before I let you go, man, it's so good to hear your voice, man. You got me fired up, and I, I want to keep getting fired up with KMF Awesome. When you close these these speeches, these talks, these lectures that you're giving, what do you close with? What is your pitch for yourself? What's your pitch for your environment? What do you leave them with? I think life should be free. I think you should be free to do whatever you want in life, but you're going to have to earn those things, and nothing in life is free. It's unfortunate, but... I think you should be able to chase any goal you want in life and live outside of, and that's why I love you, Hartzell, because you're a weirdo in the fact where <laughs> you live your life. You don't worry about what's cool, what's not cool. You are you, and you're the most authentic version of yourself. I think more people need to be like Hartzell. I might start ending things like that. <laughs> you a goon. I love you, man. Cam F. Awesome. One more time, where can folks go to listen to the podcast? Life After Fight uh, podcast. Where do folks go? Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you find podcasts. You can find me at Cam F. Awesome on all platforms. My man, you can be back on the show, yeah? I'm going to get you back soon. You home now. I can't wait to be back. Now you're not getting that dry fit. That's mine now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my pants.
Morning Show. Morning show.